Hello everyone. I'm your Tilaka Kumar, the host of Selecta podcast. This podcast is dedicated to inspire and empower women to pursue an excellence in career by filling the gender gap, to live to the fullest of her potential and to achieve financial independence. I will be interviewing amazing successful women sales leaders and entrepreneurs from India and around the globe. Where we discuss their sales journey, their challenges, their trends, and much more. Let's dive in. And I welcome today's guest, Roshni Baronia. Roshni Baronia is a founder and podcast launch strategist of Done for You podcast. She is a podcast host of Is the Sales, TEDx speaker, author of Revolutionize Your Sales Mindset. strategic sales expert at rb consulting international submit speaker so this is about roshni yeah. <laughs> so thank you for the introduction tilga and uh, yes there are a lot of titles being squeezed into that introduction but uh, trust me they have come to me and have worked on them for long period of time so it's an accumulation of 15 plus years as an entrepreneur so i'm proud of each <laughs> of the title that goes in there so yeah <laughs> i can make it out you know it's very crisp now but i know the behind the scene how much you might have worked out <laughs> true uh roshni i'm very curious to start the conversation with i know you didn't have a work experience you directly dive into a business at the end age at being a woman how it all started so good uh, question and point to start off this conversation tilga because uh, yes you rightly said i have uh, no corporate experience so to speak because uh, i actually never studied to become employable always my childhood dream had been to be an entrepreneur and i had hold on to that dream or in the first place i had that dream because i saw my father who is a serial entrepreneur himself right from a young age so like it's the case for most of the daughters their father is their first role model and hero so for me also it was the same and i wanted to be like him an entrepreneur so i never thought of doing a job or being an employee ever so right from a young age i wanted to be an entrepreneur so that's why i never went into job also but yes it wasn't that right from day one or right after my college or education completion i got into entrepreneurship there i did have little bit of experience in merchandising and animation graphic designing and all of those things but those were passing phases because ultimately at the bottom of my heart i always knew you what i wanted to do in my life i wanted to be a businesswoman and that's how it started it was a childhood dream which eventually got materialized in 2009 with the launch of my first business and uh, thereafter it's been a journey from being into e-commerce to then getting into sales consulting and now into being the founder of a podcast production company which is done for you podcast so not just one but now this is like my third business <laughs> which is happening okay i see you know it's like product service so you have that wholesome experience worked in various industries 
Yes. Actually, all those things happened very gradually. I was not very intentional about that I wanted to get into service business or I wanted to do a product business. It actually was something which I, again, derived as a business lesson from my father very early on. That he used to say that uh, when I shared uh, to him that I wanted to be a businesswoman, I I want to do MBA. He said, he, he do, don't have to study business to become a business person. You just have to identify a need in the market and just fulfill that gap. And that was one of the earliest business lessons that I took from him, I just went ahead with it. So the first business that I got into was into personalized products for children. And that was something which was very, very new for uh, India specifically in 2009, because not many people were doing personalized products and that too for a very specific niche. So that's how uh, that business got started because I already had my professional degrees in fashion design. So I wanted to do something with design. But the interesting thing was that uh, over a period of five years that I was doing that business, I also was interacting with a lot of women entrepreneurs and I was able to see that they were not able to scale their business from a home-based business to the next level because they were not able to have that strategic acumen and strategy was something which came very easily to me. So that's when I felt that it's my responsibility kind of a way or a calling in a way where I just don't grow my business but help many other women also to grow their businesses. So that's how I got into consulting in 2016. So in 2016, I launched my sales consulting. I started working with women-led startups and small businesses to help them grow their revenue through very systematic way of how they plan their business, how they build their sales pipeline, and how they essentially work on their sales mindset and skills. Because that is something which uh, women specifically faced a lot of challenge because on one hand as a business owner they want to grow their sales but on the other hand they don't like selling so that's where the sweet spot came in that's where I started helping them out since 2016 I have been working with women in the area of uh, sales and strategy and recently, last year, we also got into podcast production because podcast essentially is a great tool for marketing your business, for telling the world about what you do. And uh, it's a medium to create a lot of value for your audience as well as build authority and impact for yourself. So that's how we got into podcast production. And uh, yeah, that's been our journey. Yeah. So... It's mainly you identify the need and how your service can, you know, satisfy the need. True. And uh, I know sales is heart of any business, right? What do you think in your journey, sales has played a role throughout the journey? What you felt sales in the initial stage and now what you feel sales is all about? You are asking um, the importance of sales for a business, right? Yeah. So essentially, of course, we both come from the sales background. We know that uh, without sales, there essentially is no business. It's more of a charity or a hobby. But uh, having said that, what goes behind making sales so important for a business is that uh, ultimately it is about 
creating value. And if your product program service is not creating value or adding a meaning to your client's life, their business, their work, their any anything that you are helping them with. If it is not doing that, if it is not creating a value, then sales will become very, very difficult. But uh, if you are able to identify how your uh, product program or service is adding value or benefiting your client, then sales becomes very easy. So that value creation aspect is very important to make sales an easy task for your business. It has to, your product program or service has to add some value or be of something to someone. So, so that is what uh, makes it so important that sales in itself is actually has got a very bad rep. But the moment you add meaning to it in a way where it is benefiting your client, you are able to see how it is solving their problem or pain point. And then you are able to see beyond the features of your products. That is when uh, you are able to equate sales and value. And hence, it becomes all the more important for your business. Well said. And uh, was there any challenges for you, Roshi, specific to sales when you start your business? Oh, yes, of course. So essentially, in my first business, when I started out, I didn't know that I'm even doing a sales. It was as simple as that I've got a product and I need, I need to have customers for it, right? It was as simple as that because I didn't come from that mindset of, okay, I have built a product and now it is so good that everyone will line up in front of the door to buy it. I didn't come from that mindset. I came from the mindset that I've got a product and I've got to sell it. So initially, of course, I didn't have that challenge. But what I observed in my work with so many women entrepreneurs is, especially first-time entrepreneurs, is that they don't come with this mindset of that I am the first salesperson of my business. Being a founder, we tend to hide behind so many tasks of the business, be it operations, be it marketing, be it building the team. Or if you are, are a solopreneur, all the more reasons to just bury yourself into so many other things and not focus on sales. So that is one of the first challenge that I see entrepreneurs struggling with is that they don't focus on the first and foremost important thing, which is making the sales, getting your first 10 customers. We tend to hide behind the frills of making your very pretty labels or packaging and customer experience <laughs> strategies, but you will create customer success strategies when you'll have customers. So go after the first end customers, getting the customers. And the second challenge, which I feel entrepreneurs have is that they are not planning for sales. They are not doing sales planning. So it's not only important to have a financial goal, but also a roadmap as to how you are going to achieve that financial goal so that sales planning is not there how many clients you need per month per quarter how to achieve them what are the kind of activities you will be doing to get those clients and customers so that is not there and the third and the last thing is a well articulated sales process even if you are a solopreneur even if you are the only person who is doing sales in your business it is important for you to articulate your sales process because until unless you do that you will be fumbling through every step of your sales journey your buyer journey 
So you need to have all your sales collaterals, all your marketing collaterals, proposals, email sequences, everything listed out. So it's very handy for you to just pull it out and send it out to your clients and prospects. So a well-articulated sales process as to what comes after each step is very much needed. So those three things are the key challenges of any entrepreneur or first-time business owner that uh, they need to focus on the right things. They need to do their sales planning and they need to articulate their sales process. In fact, that is something which I have listed out in a very well-structured manner in a personal sales planner. I wonder you know like what made you to go to the one business to next business how it all yeah. happened that's a good question actually because what happens is that when people enter into a business many a times they enter it into it thinking that it's a lifetime thing they'll always be doing one thing <laughs> all throughout their life <laughs> yeah but <laughs> that has never been the case with me like i said I started on the the first business lesson for me was to identify an opportunity in the market and go for it. And that's what I have been doing it through all my businesses. So when firstly, it was the personalized products for kids. The second one was sales consultant because I saw an opportunity and an and a very glaring need for women to be more confident in sales. And also, honestly speaking, when in 2016, I started out as a sales consultant, I had a hard time making people understand the difference between sales and marketing. And sales coaching was not a thing at that point of time, because either it was being categorized under business coaching overall. So the business coaches were telling people how to do sales because that came under the aspect of uh, revenue increasing or there were uh, the concept of sales outsourcing that probably whenever I used to say I'm a sales consultant and a coach oh, so you'll get us leads and you will convert clients for us I'm like no mm. I'm not going to do that for you or it was sales training so sales coaching was not a concept at all so I had to actually just keep myself like limited to call myself as a sales expert or a consultant and focus more on the strategy bit. But I knew that the mindset bit and the skill part is so, so big in the entire sales um, function, especially for women, that I found other ways to help women by launching my podcast, then doing so many free resources which can help them with their mindset, their skills, their sales planning, everything which uh, can actually be other than the consulting uh, bit. So then I thought that since coaching, especially in the sales domain, is so new that uh, it's it's better to give it as a resource and like free support to all the women. And that's what I did. But I'm so happy that now there are so many communities and people like you who are talking about women in sales. And it is so encouraging that we are having these conversations and these initiatives, which is propelling women in sales and to take sales up as a career choice. So good work from you also, Tilka, on that. Yeah, thank you, Roshni. It's all like we are following your steps. <laughs> Whatever you have done for the women community, we are just following it. <laughs> oh, 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 that's nice. Our part. But I really appreciate the guts what you have because it's not easy, you know, especially for a woman jumping into business is the challenge. And top of it, you know, like shifting to other business, you know, that's also a new challenge, right? Yes. So that 
it's a big challenge and hats off to you to take such big steps big courage to move one to one business and that is going to serve more women yes yeah i believe that when you have a strong purpose at hand and you have your purpose leading you through your way you find the courage and the passion to pursue it because if you just keep it limited to your personal gains very soon you will lose out the energy and the passion to follow it but when you make it as something which is you making your contribution to the entire world then you find the power and the courage to follow it and that's what has been my case the moment i moved from a commercial business to consulting business that is something which entirely changed for me when i was thinking about the women community at large and not just myself yeah it's beautifully said right the purpose and the calling when it is there and uh, the universe gives you more power you know to take up responsibilities to move forward i think yes. that's what i i see in you like the purpose is what you it makes you to drive true and uh, see i know it's it's not that every business goes in a big accomplishments in a big way there will be some shortfalls i really want yeah. to know how you handled when there is a shortfall and what you do to overcome the challenge everyone everyone goes down <clears throat> in life but how fast they come up is what panthers so i just want to know right panthers. so yeah rightly said because when you are a business owner and every time you choose or decide to get into a new business you are like starting from scratch again when you switch over jobs then at least after doing the work you will get a paycheck no matter how courageous you have been in to get into an entirely different domain or company or changing cities <laughs> whatever it is but at the end of the day you know you will be get paid but that doesn't happen in a business <laughs> when you <laughs> when you get into a new business you are you are starting from zero again and at least for the first few months there won't be any money coming into your bank probably <laughs> so yeah. yeah that is that takes a lot of courage and a lot of financial planning and a lot of visioning as to how you will cover your expenses and how your business will thrive in the first 3 or 6 months or even a year so that is something which one needs to do when they get into a business i would uh, honestly say that the first time it did this switch it was not easy at all so when i moved from e-commerce to sales consulting it was a big shift for me because from a product based business i was getting into a service based business and i, I had no clue how to sell services because for a product it's easy for people to just see it it's pink it has got embroidery it has got polka dots or, or it has got <laughs> stars as a print so it was people can see and buy uh, but in a service it it is everything is like again value creation it is about how you are able to establish yourself and communicate the meaning you are going to add in their life or a business so i had no clue about how to sell services so it was a steep learning curve for me to learn how to sell service how to position myself as an authority i very intentionally <laughs> had to work on my personal brand as well so that authority building aspect was something which i had to very intentionally work upon <laughs> that i didn't know 
at that point of time. So that it will take such a long time. But the second time around, when I was uh, starting Done For You podcast, I knew better. Like on the family front, was there any challenges? Because this is very important aspect to discuss, I believe, because many women face such challenges. You know, mm. until she proves yes. herself, she won't be getting a good support from the family. So how to handle Mm. Yeah. So, you know, having walked that journey over a long period of time, now probably I look back and I'm in a better position to tell women who are entering into this space as to what to feel and what not to feel guilty about. And uh, probably that's the only thing I can say, but everything, everyone's journey is different. So, full respect to that but uh, just to share what I went through is that initially yes when I started out there was a lot of uh, resistance from my immediate family because of of course it's shaking up of their comfort zone as well because everything is settled the kid is being taken care of but now with the mother gone there is extra work for other people. So <laughs> so definitely there's a bit of resistance for people to do that. And it's very difficult for you to make people see or believe in your dreams because they are your dreams and it is important for you to achieve them, not for anybody else. So until unless you show the results, nobody is going to believe you as to why you are taking all this pain and why you are doing so much of hard work and putting in so much of effort. So no one will able be able to reason it in a good manner. What makes sense for you is that you are the only one who's going to push yourself to chase those dreams. And if you are not going to do that, no one else is going to do that. So don't ever give up on your dreams. Hang on. And some or the other day, it might take six months, one year, three years, but uh, results do start showing up. And it's not about the results as much as it is of the journey and your persistence. People start respecting you for the persistence that you display rather than how much probably revenue you generated or uh, how much uh, money in the bank you were able to bring in. Just the sheer fact that day in, day out, you are following your dream. You are becoming a role model, not for yourself and your family, but your children and your community and society as well. And that is much more powerful that, than anything else. So every woman, when she decides to pursue her dreams, is in a way becoming a role model for the next generation of daughters who are coming in. So, so it's, it's a big responsibility. So don't give up on it. Yeah, I wonderfully, wonderfully said. It's I so relate to it. It's not what you achieve what you define success as you know yes. it's not in terms of money it is beyond your authority the self-identity the self-respect self-satisfaction that you have done something you are going to contribute exactly. something to the society your children the way you show yourself to the world that's more important that's what because the, the the definition of success is different for everyone but the definition of persistence is same for everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah true Roshni I would like to know like 
see, I know, especially in India, there are a lot of homemakers, right? Because of the family support, as soon as they get married, a lot of people quit their job. Or as soon as they give a birth to a child, they quit the job. So I know there are a lot of homemakers who are very skillful, knowledgeable, qualified. Do you think something we can do if they start as a side hustle or just as a part time, if they do sales job, that gives yeah. them some confidence, courage, then slowly they can get into a business. What is your yeah. view on that? So that's a very good thought, uh, Tilga, because I know many women who start thinking about pursuing a side hustle. If they have three to four hours, even five hours at hand every day, then they think about options like content writing or social media marketing or even HR. But why not sales? So they are not looking at sales as a side hustle or a career option, more owing to the fact that sales traditionally has been seen as a male-dominated function. And um, no matter how cliched it sounds, but that is what has caused so much repulsion in women's mind as to sales is a bad function and it's not for me because men probably are more talkative and aggressive and they can do better at sales. However, that's not at all true. And the another thing which also restricts them from entering into sales is that it is thought of or it is perceived as that sales is primarily a numbers game. You have to run after targets, you have to achieve this much, do this much of calling and so and so forth. And to that, I want to say to women that you just need to switch the way you look at sales. All the mothers are seeing their children watching games, video games, playing games, and they cross one level, second level, and they earn so many points. It's like having so much of adrenaline rush when they play video games, right? Why don't you see sales at as that game? If you are able to gamify sales, you will be able to have so much fun out of it. So instead of getting fearful about chasing of numbers or uh, this is the number of client calls I have to do or this is the revenue goal I have to hit, gamify it. You just think of it, okay, what can I do to achieve that target? Or you just make fun of it. For example, many people are fearful of rejection. What if you turn it around to saying like, hey, let's see how many no's I get today. Okay, I'm going to make 50 calls. Let's see how many no's I will get. It, it becomes a game for you. And uh, in fact, there's a very wonderful uh, TED talk by Jia Jing on 100 days of rejection. And he exactly just gamified rejection uh, to overcome his fear of rejection. So the moment you gamify anything, you are able to start extracting fun out of it. And believe me, a lot of women need a lot of fun in their life. <laughs> you don't have to be so serious <laughs> all That's the time. That uh, And uh, yeah, you can have more fun out of it. So, so if you just see sales as something which is like a game, you will have more fun out of it. And uh, so yeah, it, it's it's a good thing if you will see it as a career choice because it will pay you much better and you will get to learn so many things because sales after all is a skill-based thing. It is, of course, strategy is there, system is there, planning is there. But at the end of the day, it's a mix of 
art, science and skill. And every day, if you are able to improve your skill, hone in your skills from negotiation skills to communication, to how you speak to your clients, how you appear on video, how you write your uh, emails. So these are small little things which add up to improve your selling skills. And just pick up one one thing, keep gamifying it, keep improving on it and sales will be fun and there will be no reason to fear it. Yeah, I love what you said about rejections, you know, gamifying it. That's a good yeah. way of putting in uh, to face the rejections, right? Many have the fear, but I would personally feel it's just a perception that, you know, numbers are fearful and uh, sales is not for a woman. But uh, every function, there is a challenges right yeah it's not only in sales but it's the society is what created such a hurdle you know it is uh, Mm. risky and it's challenging and numbers everywhere don't you feel even in production who are a production manager he also have his own target you know per day so many products yes products he has to produce same way like it or bpo they should finish a lot of calls right it's the perception the mindset what's changed the game and here, a lot of opportunities. I also want to say in this platform, women have to see what opportunities sales is going to bring in. It's just not thinking in the other way about the fearful, all this like networking, True. building community and, you know, a lot of exposure they have talking to different people and they see a lot of different challenges. It's not just every day doing same kind of process, functions, everything. So it's a different where they see every day that actually make fun of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've seen all that. True. My last question, Roshni, to you is, uh, which I ask all the guests, what's your daily habits which helped you for your business, for sales or overall personality? So I would say there are three things which are very, very essential for me as a part of my daily routine. And first is my morning ritual of my yoga and meditation that goes into the first hour of my day. And that is like the energy booster. <laughs> so so that is a non-negotiable thing that I do. Then my uh, reflective exercises, which is like thinking and writing and journaling a lot about both the aspects of things that went well and things that didn't go well, maybe in the past week, the past month, or whenever uh, things are like clogging and fogging my mind. So it's good to have those reflective exercises and talking to yourself kind of a thing. And, uh, And the third thing, which is very important part of my personal growth and which helps in professional growth as well is taking intentional and uh, frequent pauses slowing down because it's very easy for us to just keep chasing and keep running day in day out with the loads of to-dos that we have but to intentionally carving out time and space in my uh, day where I slow down take things at ease and take a little pause so that is very important so my yoga meditation reflective exercises and slowing down and taking pause that is very very important for me yeah so I love the last one because usually this meditation yoga and uh, reflection journaling and all I've I've listened and I also follow a few things but this passes is something is very new learning for me today like relax relax for some time (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, yes, it's so important. And slowing down, even if you don't take a pause, then slow down to take things at a so slow space as and when they come. So not just trying and rushing and pushing things, but let it be. Let let it come at its own pace. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you today, and I thoroughly enjoy the conversation today with you, Roshni. Same here, same here, Tilka. And it's incredible to know the kind of work you are doing through your podcast and the various initiatives that you do. And I'm so happy to be surrounded with people like you who are so intentional about uh, helping women rise in sales. So thank you so much. And uh, and yeah, I, as a business owner, I'm always looking for good people to work with me in the sales function. So if anyone listening to this podcast is uh, looking for doing wonders and uh, in sales function and uh, seeking more fun out of it, <laughs> I'm happy to uh, <laughs> receive a call from you or a mail from you at roshni.baronia at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Roshni. Nice to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sell Like Her podcast. Do subscribe and share so that it reaches the maximum women to get benefit by listening to successful women's stories. Let's join together and support each other to change the face of sales. Meet you in the next episode. Until then, bye. Take care.